Welcome to the Early Accountability Podcast hosted by Kimmy Walker. Kimmy has a track record of serving as a behavior change and improvement catalyst for individuals, groups, and organizations. Get ready to make the best version of yourself a priority. Now welcome, Kimmy Walker. Here and welcome back to the next episode of the Early Accountability Podcast. Gonna jump straight into this week's episode. Last week, if you were able to tune in, it was part two of our two year celebration episode of the Early Accountability Podcast. At this time, I went ahead and talked about the importance of paying it forward and how I was able to watch three past guests from my show go on to launch their own podcast here in 2020. I wanted to bring these three guests back just to give a little bit of information to the audience about their show, but also just to talk about some of the hurdles that they may experience and how they overcame them and kind of tackled through and pushed through it. I felt this was so important when it comes to early accountability, especially when we are starting a new project It is very easy to get kind of caught up or feel overwhelmed or feel like what you're doing might not be good enough or worried if you're like ready to launch and go. So I wanted to be able to let you all hear from those past guests directly on how they were able to tackle this hurdle and how they pushed through it in hopes that it will be able to motivate you all too when it comes to starting new projects or doing something that may be uncomfortable or pushing you a little bit outside of your norm. So go ahead and stay tuned and listen to these guests talk about their show and how they were able to launch in the new year. Okay, we are first off joined by Maurice Wilson, Maurice L. Wilson, correct? Yes. That's okay, okay. Let Thank me get your. Let me get your. Yes. Let me get your. Yes, me get your <laughs> <laughs> Maurice is an engineer turned financial advisor who graced the Early Accountability Podcast on episode twenty-one. He has launched his own show, as you all learned last episode. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Maurice to tell you a little bit about his podcast, what it's about, and what you can look forward from with his show. Thank you, Kimmy, and thank you for all the help. Yes, the show, for those who haven't listened or may have have listened to a little bit so far, I wanted to do a show where we got beyond some of the things that people hear all the time and really drill down on uh, the concept of wealth, the concept of money and time, and how they play with each other to let people arrive at what most people want, which is the freedom to spend their money, the freedom to spend their time how they want. I think a lot of people focus on retirement, which is nice, but what I've noticed with my clients and then just with what I notice from people I talk with every day is they don't really want to just retire. They want to build a certain amount of wealth that gives them the freedom to live the lives they want. And so what the show is about is um, focusing down on how that happens through things such as real estate, entrepreneurship, and the stock market, how you can use those vehicles to build the wealth you need to live the life you want. Okay, great show. I know on the first episode, you talked a little bit just about what wealth is. And do you mind just for the audience telling them like what you believe wealth is, like the definition of wealth? Well, for me, wealth is a certain amount of money that generates a stress-free 
level of return that allows you to live the life you want. And so for a lot of people, that is, think about your day-to-day expenses, the type of year you want to have. I want to take these trips. I want to do these things with my kids. I want to have this type of house, this type of car. You take that number, whatever it takes to support that, and you multiply that times 100. And that is what wealth is for most people. Um, It really drills it down. The reason why I use the word stress-free is you don't want to worry about what the stock market's doing when you consider yourself wealthy. It's a nice Mm. way to build more wealth. Yeah, you you don't want to. You want to basically park the money in the bank. I'm not recommending this, but using it as an example, you want to park the money in in the bank and generate 1%, 2 3% guaranteed from the bank, and that supports everything you need and want to do. That, to me, is the... I would even say base level definition of wealth. From there, you can get into the things that people consider over the top. But uh, for most people, that's what wealth should be. And that's how I define it on the show. And is that part of kind of come and tell the audience a little bit about the title of your podcast? Because I think it's cool. And I think it deserves a little like recognition, too. So how did you come up with that? Definitely with my background. as First, tell them the title of the show. Oh, I know you didn't want to mention <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I'm trying to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm being, being too modest. Yes. Yes. The, uh, <laughs> yes. the title of the show is The Wealth Equation with Maurice L. Wilson. And the title of the show plays on my background as an engineer. Uh, I used to work for Chrysler and Delta. I do have a master's in mechanical engineering. And I do apply engineering principles to how I view the stock market, and really how I view financial advice. And so I wanted to, uh, when I looked at wealth, money and time have certain mathematical functions that you can really look at and extrapolate ways to build your wealth. And so as an engineer, we're trained to solve problems. So everybody has 24 hours a day, and in those 24 hours, you need to sleep six to eight hours. So that leaves you 16 hours a day to build wealth. Well, you can physically only work so many hours. So then what are the other ways you can build wealth? And what are some of the numbers behind that so that you're maximizing that limited amount of time you have to build wealth on a daily basis? And then on top of that, how can you do it in an expedient manner so that you can enjoy the actual wealth before you are out of your physical prime? And that's the problem with retirement. People are focused on, well, I'm going to work for 30 years and then enjoy my money. How do we work and build wealth in a way that we can enjoy it during the prime years of our life? And that's what we focus on on the show. Perfect. Perfect. I think you summed it up great. So what was, for you, Maurice, what was the biggest hurdle you experienced in regards to actually launching your own podcast? Because I know you've been a guest and spoke in many places, whether it was just audio or just done presentations, you speak a lot and do a lot of financial wellness and investment speaking engagements. What was the biggest hurdle you overcame in just having your own show and launching your own show? I think the biggest hurdle is just getting out of your own way in terms of thinking that what you have to offer is not important. In my mind, it's easy to come on here with you because I can let you prompt me to speak. But when the mic's on and it's just you talking, now you kind of get this feeling of doubt. Uh, you know, you're more hmm? talking to yourself. <laughs> I feel like yeah, you're there you go. 
Yeah, you're, you're highly self-aware that, that it's just you. And so, you know, and you, you can hear yourself talking. And so am I rambling? Am I offering something? And so that was the biggest hurdle, just getting out of that, uh, you know, in between the, the inner space between the ears and, and just uh, applying what you already know and putting it out there for the public. Yes, and I think that's a big one that you point on too, especially people in your field, because you're constantly as a financial advisor, investment advisor, t- talking to people about their financial wellness, you're often answering questions that people ask or prompt you. So you're kind of trying to take everything that you might be asked and kind of just say it, but like you said, nobody's like right there asking you or right there giving you that feedback to let you know if you're explaining it in a manner that they understand. So I think that is a common one. How do you feel like you overcame that? Like for other people who are kind of in the same place, are there any tips you would offer them for for that feeling or just how you were able to push through it and say, okay, uh, you know, I have to do it. I have to go ahead and try, you know. Uh, definitely not to kind of, be a homer, but I think working with someone who's been there before, like yourself, who has uh, created kind of a process uh, where you write out what you want to say, kind of lay out your show, um, have a beginning, middle, and end uh, for the points you want to make, definitely helps to take the weirdness out of talking into the void away and put you in a more relaxed manner where you're following a procedure and you aren't just winging it it to the public. And so that's one of the ways I was able to get around that and just accepting that I am doing something that's worthwhile and you need to help the public. Uh, That's what you're here for as an advisor and businesses in general are trying to service an audience, general public, someone that needs their services or wants their services. Awesome. So I think those are great tips. Um, Maurice, please tell the audience where they can find your show. I know right now we're on, we're definitely on Apple Podcasts and on Podbean, just the name of the show they can, so they can make sure that they follow you. Yes, thank you. Uh, it's the wealthequation.podbean.com. That's one place. <laughs> yes, <Maybe>. yes. <laughs> Another location is www.wilsonwealth.com. Yes. And when I... Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead. Keep <laughs> going. And when I get, uh, oh, also, uh, we have an Instagram. Uh, and and I, this is not the scrap. Instagram.com slash the wealth equation. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Good job. So it's, so cool. it's coming together. That's what I was telling everybody. It's a work in progress. So it just, as it comes, as it grows, yes, yeah, so you can definitely find the wealth equation on Instagram, definitely, like I said, wealthequation.podbeam, and go ahead, if anywhere else, uh, Apple Podcasts, The Wealth Equation, you, you put it in the search box, and it'll pop right up on your iPhone yeah. or whatever device that you use, it should pop right up, and it will be mm-hmm. expanding, so we'll be in other places, you know, just expanding it on out, so look for it, it's on the rise, it's kind of, <laughs> check out Wilson Well for all your financial needs. Very knowledgeable individual, so check them out. You will not be disappointed, and it's no better time of the year to just kind of check in uh, with your finances and everything just to make sure you're on track for yourself in 2020 and the decade that we have just entered and beyond. So, Maurice, thank you so much for your time. Oh, Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show, and appreciate everything you've done for me to get me to this point. Yeah. I've been very helpful. No yeah, problem. Definitely living up to it. the title. Yeah. 
Yes, I love it. Yes, <laughs> seeing it out there. Yes, everybody's early accountability launching and spreading. I love it. I love to see yeah. it. I'm so happy. I yeah. couldn't see a better person. Like I said before, even on my show and even last episode, Morris is definitely one of my guests who I was just like, he's very polished. He's very well-spoken. He should really, you know, you have the voice for it. So I'm really happy to see that you have launched. I know your show will be very successful. So we look forward to seeing you not only on radio and podcasting. Like I said, I know you'll be doing news and everything else coming up soon. So good luck to you going forward. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. Next up, our next guest, who is no stranger to the show, Justice Wiley, who was on episode 25 of the Early Accountability Podcast, and he was also featured in my year one celebration as my favorite guest in my first year, the most transformational person that I felt that I had interviewed and story that I was graced and able to have on the podcast and the show. So here is Mr. Wiley. Justice, why don't you tell everybody? Uh, just about your show, your podcast, and we'll get into it from there. Okay, though. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Uh, my podcast is Civilizing the Savage, and that will be on Urban uh, Coach 101 at com. And on that podcast, I will be having discussions pretty much or talking about uh, current events, topics, getting more than my perspective and get other people perspective. And we would try to sum it up for a common uh, agreement. So <laughs> it's pretty much of civilizing the savage to break that chain and come together as one. Talk more about the name, cause it's very interesting. So civilizing the savage, like what exactly does that title mean to you? And why was that so important for you um, in your show? And just truly too, in the work that you do in the community. So civilizing the savage is pretty much like a mind frame. Um, pretty much people um, become adapt to their society. Um, once before I said, uh, if you think poverty, you kind of move on adult circumstances. You start speaking poverty. So it's like, what kind of way we can be able to spark or enlighten individuals to think out of one dimensional way, to make them either become you know, conscious of their actions and things that come out their mouth, because I believe that's pretty much, you know, it is 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 the it's the right thing to do because a lot of people is kind of either desensitized or they oversensitive and mm. and they are savages as well. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> they don't want to they want to just be know it all, but. In the hopes of what I'm trying to do is just try to redirect and reciprocate certain information that we can move on one agenda and core. When it comes to, I know what you talked about with Civilized the Savage and what you saw for your show. Do you feel that this is some type of a process that you've went through yourself as far as like, do you feel like you, the things that you experience and what you've done for yourself and with helping others, do you feel that it civilized you in a certain capacity? Or do you feel that those are things that you see kind of out in the world that you want to kind of see transformation and change in? Absolutely. I don't even know where to start, but it does. It does. It, <laughs> it, I was that type. And it's like a way of like, I will put it in the same sense of like breaking a bad habit. Correct. 
but you would need positive and negative reinforcement to be able to get a certain result. So with that, I just, that's what I had to go through. Um, Correct. Like one time, right. I thought I know it all, and you bump your head a couple of times and get told right, you know, and some people just kind of fold and go on a rock me. I wanted to be able to at least admit when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And be able to, you know, speak on what I know and not what I assume. So that was my way of getting out of the savage mentality to pursue happiness and start trying to be civil and civilizing conversations and everything and let and let and hear people out, hear what they're saying. Yeah. And I think what's important, I think, too, from your show and we were just talking about it briefly. I know you don't t- say a lot. I know you're a very humble person, but you're not just like some people, you're not just coaching or talking about things or just preaching. You've lived it. You've lived a lot of things. And so you come from a place of perspective of offering wisdom and if if not just an alternative perspective on it, you know, so kind of trying to save some people from maybe going through some things that you've went through or helping them, like helping the next generation up in just the sense that we don't have to experience everything bad. There's just, we don't have to have all of that to feel that we kind of have stripes or respect in that manner. Does that make sense? Kind of like, um, you just don't have to go through everything. Like we, we sometimes, I know people forget that life is short. Like we don't have to experience everything. We do sometimes, we are hard-headed, but sometimes it's, it's valuable in saving our time and being able to just seek guidance and move forward in a positive direction, saving people from making mistakes that could essentially, especially to the population you're talking to a lot, that could cost them their lives. It's very important, I think, for people to hear and know that you speak from the experience of what you may have experienced or even what you may have witnessed around you with others around you as you kind of just matriculated through life. So that's very important. I want people to know that about your show. So it's very good. Um, Very excited about it. What was the biggest hurdle? Um, You have been an influencer for a while. You're very active on social media. We do have a website up now. It's very happy. So you're getting more visible out there in the world in different capacities, but you've already been very visible um, especially with family over relatives, what was the biggest hurdle you felt with just starting a podcast? Because it's different because you've done a lot of like videos. You do a lot on like Instagram and social media. What was the biggest hurdle you felt with starting a podcast? Finding the time to be committed and dedicated to it. Because everything else I do is pretty much like out and get in front of people and stuff like that. So it's just to find the time and, and, and the commitment and the dedication to sit down, create a content, put it out there, get the people networked. So it's like I'm adding on something else. Not It's not breaking me down, but I just got to find that flow. Mm. And then once the flow in, then I'll be over that hurdle. <laughs> but right now, it's just the time. How do you feel that as far as that and overcoming it, because we've been working since like the end of last year and getting this going and launched, how do you feel you were able to overcome the hurdles or just sometimes people have the apprehension of starting something new and getting out there? 
like you said, like podcasting was different. You used to talk like talking in front of people, in front of like kind of having an active or live audience. What do you feel like helped you kind of get over just that? Okay, I just have to get over this. I have to move. I have to do. I have to produce. What helped me was um, just putting myself on a discipline, on, on a discipline diet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're on house arrest today. Go ahead, do your thing. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you down 23-1. You got to knock it down. And that's how I just go in that mind frame. You know, it's just discipline diet. Discipline. How do you feel, like, when we worked, uh, and for the audience, man, I know we kind of worked. It was a few of my past guests who worked together. Well, essentially, everybody works on their own. But it was kind of like a cohort. So everybody was kind of like bounce ideas off of each other. Do you feel that having a group around you of people who are kind of working on similar things, do you feel like that helped with the discipline aspect or the motivation aspect? How do you feel like that helped as far as when you're working towards a goal and kind of being around people who are doing the like things as you would at the same stage that you are? Yeah, it definitely helped. It helped big time because, uh, you know, it's only two things. It's either you want to do it or you don't. Right. And the uh, the people I was around, it's like being in the locker room. You know, <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. plays and good strategies and stuff right. like that. So right. Go back out there on the court. You know, you know how to deliver that, that ball. So, yes. Yeah, that's how I took it, you know. It yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The OG still and get some information and figure out a way things how that they did. Yeah. Keeps you amped up, too. Good, good. So, what oh, tips yeah. would you have for people? Because a lot of people in the audience have things, whether it's like maybe starting a YouTube channel or uh, go ahead and launching their business, go ahead and doing their website. Like you've done a lot. We've got, we've like since the end of the year, you've gotten a logo, you know, update. You've got a website out there. You got an email newsletter and subscribers. You got a podcast now. I mean, you already had a lot going on. What tips would you have for people? who are getting ready to like kind of tackle or wanting to finally do this unknown or things that they haven't done before, take their business or their brand to the next level. What tips would you have for them to just be able to go ahead and just start and push past whatever may be they feel as a holdback? I was breaking down in a few words and it's always got to be with self. So I'll just say you have to be cool with yourself first. Trust your gut, not your feelings, and uh, be the same person privately how you are in public. So once you master those three, now you're able to deal with every emotion that it has to come with. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is just implement yourself and stay at it. And uh, you got to play the game like if you Kobe. <laughs> how does it feel with all the new things launching? Are you feeling like when it finally got out there, it doesn't it feel better do you still feel like a little nervous are you just like super excited for what holds and what's in store for you in 2020 i'm super excited super excited with a chase of a little nervousness because um i'm just trying to yeah just trying to see what the response and the reviews be but i was told (laughs) to say you know only read the good comments (laughs) only read the good comments yes 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 right so yes you know that's the only thing i'm worried about but other than that i'm ready to go through it like you know good get out there get it over and do it and you post very frequently i know 
a lot of people too, those of us who may have a brand or something like that, it's kind of hard. We can get in our head a lot when it comes to like speaking on social media, being videotaped on social media, and you do that very consistently, uh, very consistently. So that's one thing you said that you do. You kind of just tune out the negative and like focus on the positive comments. You don't really worry about the comments and you just focus on the consistency because that's important. A lot of people, it stops a lot of people, myself included. You'd be like, oh, I know people are going to say this, or I know I'm going to be trolled, or I know like people are going to have all this negative stuff to say. Do like, what do you focus on that helps you stay consistent in your content creation and putting out what you feel is valuable in the world? Easy. Create them a nickname. Mm. So, that works for me. Like, when I use certain hashtags and people, comment like you can't use this hashtag like here we go with the hashtag detective you know and <laughs> it wasn't good for me i get past it because it may you know it's like people just gonna be themselves so <laughs> give them a name and keep it pushing and you create that name then people will eventually gonna want to move away from it don't let them move you correct you know, from your, off your path don't let them lead you straight yes That's so I do. I love it. I love it. It's a great tip. I'm going to have to try myself. Get, get him, give him a nickname for it so you can just yeah. keep it moving <laughs> and keep it going. Yeah, so yeah. urbancoach101.podbean.com, Civilizing the Savage. It is a great, great show. And I've listened to some of the episodes that haven't even released. And you all are in store for such a treat. Please definitely share, 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 subscribe to it. And tell people where they can find you at on the web and subscribe to your news list, like your newsletter, and stay in touch with everything that you're doing, not just your podcast, but where they can follow and find out more about things going on with you. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Justice Wally. Wally is W-A-L-I. Also, you can find me um, on my website, www.justicewally.com. Yes. I love it. Yes. yes. It's That's growing. Me. It's growing. Yes. I love it. You from even when you've been on the show, oh man, almost a hundred episodes ago. I can't believe that. But yeah, wow. It's is it crazy? It's crazy. You've come such a long way, and I've been so happy to see things continue to grow for you. It still can get bigger and bigger and bigger because you don't even have a tenth of what you should, what us people should know about you now. So I'm so happy to see it spread. I will continue to share your message and share your show and anything that you do because it is definitely needed within the world. So thank you so much for coming back on our show. Thank you again for being my best guest for my first year, coming back on my second year and showing people what early accountability was about, not just saying stuff, we're doing it, putting in motion and getting out there and actually being actionable people and just manifesting best versions of ourselves. So thank you so much for being a guest, justicewally.com. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed listening to our past guests talk about their own podcast and how they were able to move past all those jitters and kind of hiccups that may happen in the beginning when we're starting a new project or finally doing something that we said we wanted to do for ourselves for quite some time. I want you to go ahead and make sure to check in our show notes from this week. And- 
our old guests, uh, follow their show, subscribe to their podcast and show and support them in their new ventures. This is all what early accountability is about. It's about getting ourselves together and, and finally going to execute those things that we know we want to do for ourselves, that we said we were going to do for ourselves. It's all about implementation and execution. So hopefully these tips will help you and encourage you in your own goals and your own um, things that you have set forth for yourself to do for 2020. So thank you again for tuning in. Until next time. It was a pleasure to have you join us on this episode of the Early Accountability Podcast with Kimmy Walker. Be sure to visit earlyaccountability.com to sign up for the Early Accountability Newsletter. We look forward to activating your greatness and helping you reach your goals. 